Welcome to Season 2 of Between Two Blue Devils. I'm Mark Horner, your host, and this is a podcast featuring teachers, administrators, alumni, and community members of the beautiful city of Talmadge, Ohio. This podcast is about stories, their stories, the stories of people who love kids, love their city, and love the pursuit of education. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And while you're at it, feel free to share the podcast with a friend, tweet it out, post it on Facebook, snap it out, be sure to leave a review. And now without further ado, I bring you season two. Kick back, grab a cup of coffee from Crimson Cup, and enjoy getting to know some of the amazing people who love Talmadge and love our kids. Welcome to the first episode of Between Two Blue Devils 2021. Uh, Life has been very, very busy since the new year. On a personal note, I am nearing the end of another basketball season, so that's why the vocal cords are strained. I've been coaching through a mask, and that's also why we haven't dropped an episode since Christmas. Hopefully you caught up on all of the Christmas episodes. They were special and they were fun to be a part of. We've entered into a new semester and we have new classes and a whole bunch of new kids. We're back into the hybrid model, so it's been great seeing faces again, not being remote, seeing kids, it's a beautiful thing. Kids are happy, teachers are happy, and it's great to be back in school. There are a lot of new and exciting things going on here in Talmadge this year, but none more than having a new superintendent. And that's what this episode is focused on, introducing to you who Mr. Steve Wood is, our new superintendent. So without further ado, let me welcome you, uh, Steve, Mr. Wood. Which, uh, how would you like me to, uh, to, to Steve, call you? Steve's great. Right. I, feel, Steve's I feel like I might get written up if I call you Steve. <laughs> yeah. but, but Steve, thanks for taking time to join us on the podcast here today. Thank you, Mark. I'm, I'm very thankful to be here and kind of share some of our focus and what we're working on here at Talmadge. So I've got a lot of questions and I've been asking lots of people like, hey, I'm introduced, uh, I'm interviewing the new superintendent. Like, what do you want to know? Uh, everyone's like, well, okay, we want to know what's the science behind a snow day. <laughs> Are we going to have snow days or, you know, remote days and all that other stuff. And I, I wrote a whole bunch of things down, but I think the most important thing for our audience is this. Who is Steve Wood? Would you take some time and just kind of tell us, what's your story? How did you end up here in Talmadge? Uh, tell us about your family. Uh, just tell us about you. Sure. So um, first of all, my, both of my parents were teachers when they met. They were high school teachers. High so, school, uh-huh. Yeah, my mom was a math teacher. My dad was a social studies teacher. And uh, they met and um, got married. Uh, I was born. And my mom decided to stay home. Uh, and, and raised my brother and I, and uh, my dad ended up working for Roadway, so good, you know, Akron company. Oh, yeah. Uh, although, um, you know, as a result of us, um, him working for Roadway, I moved around a lot as a kid, so I think it's an important part of my story, too. I, I was in five different schools hmm. by the time I, I got to seventh grade. Oh, wow. And, uh, and then, and then uh, since seventh grade, uh, stayed at the same school. So I was always the new kid at school. We'll talk a little bit about, uh, a little later on, about how important teachers were every time I was the new kid, you know? And uh, 
Then ultimately, um, I went to Lehigh University, which uh, is a, an engineering school. I was a chemical engineer. Hmm. And uh, right away after graduation, moved to Houston, Texas. Oh, wow. And worked uh, in on large manufacturing sites down in, in Houston, Texas. And that's where I ultimately met my wife, Linda. So Linda and I have been married now for 27 years. And um, we have two kids. My, um, my daughter, Clara, we live over in the Revere District. My daughter, Clara, is a uh, senior at Revere High School. And then my daughter, Harper, is a seventh grader. And I tell you, Mark, hmm. uh, being uh, named the superintendent here in Talmadge is, uh, is, is a great honor and, and, frankly, a surprise to me. So. so how, I mean, you said chemical engineering. Right. And so how do you get from being a chemical engineer to being a superintendent of a school? You know, uh, and I think you and I were talking before the podcast here, you know, Things don't make sense going forward, but in hindsight, they make sense. So I'll tell you a little bit about that story. I was, um, so I was, I'm, I'm an adventurous person. So first of all, so uh, I think I came from moving so often as a kid. And then ultimately I worked after moving to Houston, then I moved to South Carolina, then I moved to New Jersey. And I was working in New Jersey and I still remember the moment, and this is going to sound really weird, but I still remember the moment. I was working, my wife and Linda and I did not have kids yet, and I opened up the local newspaper, the Hopewell Valley News, very similar to our Talmadge Express here, and there was an article in there about the fact that they were, uh, it was time to recruit new Board of Education members. Hmm. And I had not been involved in schools at all up to that point because I didn't have kids yet, right? I uh, really um, don't know why, but something about that article like resonated with me. Hmm. It just it jumped off the page to me. And, and I still kind of remember where I was sitting in my house in hmm. New Jersey when that article came across. And oh. I said, I, I don't know why I want to do this, right? I want to I run for the school board. Then it was elected. It was a competitive election. I, you know, went door to door. You know, had flyers thrown at me. People were angry at me before <laughs> I had even done anything. So I was like, "What am I getting myself into?" And I, um, so I ran and I won. You know, I, I won the election to wow. be on the school board. And so it's remarkable. I got on the school board, which was fully a voluntary, voluntary job. I just fell in love with the work that I was doing on the school board. Hmm. And Linda would tell me when I'd come home, I said, Steve, you never worry about your day job anymore. You know, <laughs> it's always about wow. the night job, yeah. you know, the, the, the board meetings, being involved in the school. Um, I, just, I just fell in love with it. And, and, um, and there was a, a gentleman there, his name's John Nemeth, and he just passed away, unfortunately. So I, I never got to share this news about me being superintendent with him, which breaks my heart. But John, you know, one day I went to John, and I said, John, I, I just love the job you do. I'm, I'm just very interested how you got into it. You know, is there a path for me? Because by then, 
uh, not only had my engineering degree, but I had gone, gotten back and got my master's in business. Okay. So uh, I was doing, you know, more, had shifted over more into finance and, and business administration by that point in my career. And I said, Steve, you know, yes, absolutely. There, there's, there is an opportunity for you to do that. And I, uh, you know, he really mentored me, took me under his wing, taught me about business administration, what it took in schools, mm -hmm. introduced me to a ton, ton of people. And ultimately, um, I decided I'm making that switch. I want to I be a school business administrator. And this was right around 2008. So 2008, if, if you remember, was a horrible time for the economy. It was mm -hmm. a massive economic uh, crisis. So it was tough to get a job, and I started looking for <laughs> business administrator jobs, and they just weren't happening in mm -hmm. New Jersey. My wife is from Alliance, Ohio, okay. and almost to the day, I, I, uh, you know, I, I decided. I said, Linda, you know, I'm frustrated. I really want to make this career shift. By then, we we had our both our daughters had been born by that point, and. I said, why don't we look at Ohio, get closer back to your family, and um, she says, okay, you know, let's see, see what's out there, right? And Mark, I went to the, it's the Ohio Association for School Business Administrators, and I looked on their website, there was one job, one job, Tall Madge. <laughs> I said, Linda, you ever heard of this place, Tall Madge, you know? She's like, you mean Talmadge? I'm like, all right. Must be Talmadge, you know, and uh, and I reached out to to Mr. Ferguson. Jeff was the superintendent at that point, and um, two weeks later, I got the job here. Wow! You know, it was that it was it was two years of struggle, and then just all of a sudden, it's I'm here, the, the business man manager in Talmadge, and it has been uh, such a great ride. You know, we've done uh, so many things here. $52 million worth of construction. I mean, really, if you think about right. where we were, Mark, when yeah. I got here, um, just all the work that this whole, the whole Talmadge team has done over the 10 years, we're a completely different district. Yeah, total transformation. Total transforma transformation. And so I, uh, I, I, I was pleased. So what, what, you know, what, what got me to superintendent? How did that path happen? And I, honestly, I didn't really hadn't really thought a whole lot about it. It wasn't a conversation in my 10 years here. Hmm. You know, Steve, you ever be interested in that? Um, but essentially what happened, Jeff, Mr. Ferguson decided that he was, it was time. You know, he was ready for a change himself. Mm -hmm. He'd been here, he's been a uh, 15 year awesome superintendent. Yeah. He's ready for the next challenge in his life. And he had informed the board and the board said, Steve, is this something you might be interested in? Kind of caught me by, sure. caught me off guard, yeah. and um, and I at first I, I had to think about it, you know, because mm -hmm. this is, you know, I I've been across from Jeff, Jeff, my office is right across from Jeff, so there's a lot of a lot of things that a superintendent does that I wasn't comfortable with, uh, not, um, you know, not in my wheelhouse, um, so I reflected on it a lot, and uh, I kept coming back to wow chance to again a new adventure mm -hmm. be the beginner again right and and uh, learn something new at a place I love 
with a group of people that I love working with, that we've done amazing things already, and to have that kind of faith uh, given to me by uh, a, a board that I respect, uh, the, the answer came back, yeah, let's, mm. let's do this. So wow. uh, I am just honored and excited and um, uh, really uh, just, just over the moon with, with this next chapter. There are days where I wish I was doing actually like a video, like like a vlog instead of just a a podcast, because I would love for the audience to see your face when you when you're telling your story, and then when you say to be part of a team that you love, a total facial expression shift. I mean, you could see the love and affection that you have for the team that you're surrounded by, and then you see the love that you have for our community and how excited you are to be able to, to, to lead the ship now. Uh, let's talk about Mr. Ferguson as kind of a mentor for you. Sure. Uh, you know, in coaching, there's, a, there's like a saying where, you know, the, the, the distance from the second seat to the first seat, it's, it's much larger than you realize. You know, it's much further than you think, and it's very different. I mean, you've, you've been superintendent for about a week, but you've been able to observe, uh, you know, in my opinion, the best superintendent around, right? right? to watch him in action and with your office being so close, you get to hear, see, feel, smell, everything that's going on as superintendent. Yeah. Um, how's it been to be kind of under his tutelage so far? Uh, what are some lessons maybe you've learned from him over the past, you know, 10 years? Um, uh, I mean, really, and you're, you're right on the money. So Jeff Ferguson, I think first and foremost, loves kids, yeah. loves students, loves teaching. Yeah. He is uh, an amazing advocate for what's best for kids, mm -hmm. and it's driven his decisions, and it's conversation he and I had um, first day he was here. So what we do is is help kids succeed, yep. and that's been my kind of my tagline in my emails since I started here is I help kids yeah. succeed too. Even when you know my charge was was the cafeterias and the maintenance and new building projects. It's still our job, All, every one of us that works for Talmadge. So that's, that's number one, is over and over, using that to guide your decision process mm -hmm. has been what, what Jeff Ferguson has been all about. And the other thing that I admire about him, and I still have, frankly, a long way to go, uh, if, if ever, to, to get to where he is, is his ability to keep a calm, calm both demeanor, so he's, he's a very uh, approachable, uh, doesn't get overly angry. He's just very thoughtful, and, um, and 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 with everything he does, yeah. just just he's a calming, solid presence. And that way, you, you need that as a leader in a district. It's you just know. somebody you know is going to be reliable, solid, integrity. And Jeff Ferguson is that rock for those things. Hmm. The other thing I the other thing that I admire about him too is I have historically struggled to kind of put the day away when I'm done with it you yeah. know what I mean you know you get stressed about different things you you want to do things right you uh, have disagreements with people what, whatever the case may be it's always historically been really hard for me to put that away I'll mm -hmm. take that home with me right yeah. I, I didn't properly shut down the day and that's another thing that I've really learned from Jeff is is no matter what type of uh, 
difficult conversations he's had during the day or frustrations he's had. Um, at the end of the day, he's back to being Jeff, puts it away, and goes home, and he's, it's, a, it's a new day the next day. Mm -hmm. And uh, that, that's been a powerful lesson, too. I think it's very important as a leader with, with this type of job is, is to um, you know, be able to stay that clear-minded, put the day away, and move on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. So. It's funny, you, when you mention those things, those qualities about him, when he was principal, uh, and there are times, you know, as a teacher where you just, you lose it, and you go in, and you start ranting and raving, he was that, he was calm, cool, and collected, like he would sit there, he would just calm me down, right? right? He was that voice of reason, okay, let's think about this, or, you know, in every situation I've had, I've always admired the same thing about him, it is, it is such a model in, in leadership. So you are you are in good hands as you transition transition over. But um, so what was it like on your first day when you <laughs> rolled into the office as superintendent? You know, um, I, you know, this is my fifth day. So we're we're meeting here <laughs> on a Friday, Mark, as you know. So it is it is my fifth day, and it it has has. Uh, I'm still getting my head about around how to describe it. It's yeah. it's a it's a it's a strange feeling. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll I'll be frank with you. Um, it you know there's a, there's a there's a tremendous responsibility mm -hmm. I feel. There's a weight that that is is new for me. That um, I, I knew it was coming, <laughs> mm -hmm. but but it's it's starting to hit me. You know my the responsibility I have to to you and all the teachers that we have at Talmadge responsibility I have to this community and, and the responsibility I have to the students is is something that it's going to take some getting used to sure I'll be honest with you and um, and, then, and then the other thing that is um, is is setting into is how much fun this is going to be mm -hmm. you know this is going to be fun it, it's it is a new adventure um, as you know Mark as 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 the business manager you know, my relationship with the teachers has been, you know, can I fix your heat? Yeah. You know, can I, yeah. you know, move your furniture, whatever. Um, and, and, and I've built great relationships with our teachers over the last 10 years, but it's never been, uh, it's, 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 it's changed, mm -hmm. right? And, and I, I love our teachers, and I love the fact that that relationship is changing, and I'm going to be able to work with them and help yeah. them, and they'll help me. Um, so there's, those are kind of my two, two things, is that I feel that burden and I feel that excitement of, of um, the, the change in my relationship with the staff here at Talmadge. That's awesome. We've had this conversation in, uh, in of course, my AP U.S. Mm -hmm. history class, but all of the classes where, you know, there's a, a new president and there's, you know, the inauguration. All those days leading up to the inauguration, you're so excited and you think it's going to be one thing, but then the, the reality of the position hits you as soon as you walk off that stage and you're like, oh man, I am the president now. It, it was really, uh, you know, it was one, you felt one way leading up to it, but then the realities of, of uh, the election or your appointment, you know, uh, begin to settle in. And it, it's gotta be surreal to walk through the buildings and just kind of have that feeling like, you know what? I'm responsible for this. You know, I'm responsible for all that's involved in this building now, and and to be excited about it. You know, it's yeah. just it, it is. It's it's a it's a neat adventure to be thinking about, uh, and I, I'm excited for you. 
So it, it, as, you, as you embark on being superintendent <clears throat> and you have an opportunity to share with a whole bunch of people, what, let, let, I'm actually just break them up into segments. Sure. What would you say to the community? I mean, if you have an opportunity now, what is there something you would like to just share to all of all, all the community uh, on, on the podcast? Yeah, I, for me, I, I see schools as the heart of the community. Yeah. And, mm. um, and, a, and a part of the community and a service to the community. Yeah. I think we're doing a great job with that, but we can always do better. Mm -hmm. You know, it's one of those, you know, what, you know, how, how much is the right amount we can do in serving the community and doing the right things for the community? And the answer is always more. Mm -hmm. It's always more. So um, I, I respect this community. Uh, I'm so thankful and grateful to this community for the new buildings, their support at the ballot box for our levies to make sure that um, we're in a great position. We are so thank we're so lucky uh, how supportive this community has been to us because during this pandemic and being able to keep our kids engaged during mm -hmm. the last for the last year would have been a lot lot more difficult to do if it hadn't been for the community support and our new yep. buildings and the levy. So that said, I also want them to know I feel that responsibility. They've entrusted us. So they've given us what we've asked for, and now we've got to deliver on that. So it's that it's again back to that responsibility and, and making them proud and making them feel the value of what they've given us. I love hearing that uh, because I'm a community member. Sure. You know, I live here in Talmadge. Um, we moved here specifically because I loved what I was experiencing as a new teacher. You know, and. I wanted my kids to go to school here because of all that I loved. So we moved right into Talmadge, and uh, as a community member, hearing your words, uh, I just love to hear that. And it makes me I mean, excited about what the future has in store. What about to the teachers? What might be your message to the teachers and staff, all of us that are part of this, this team? I, we've kind of, you've kind of alluded to a lot of that, but. Well, you, hit, you actually used the right word, team. You know, and, that, and that's, the way, um, that's the way I see it. Mm -hmm. Too, you know. A common question is, this guy's never been a teacher, right? How mm -hmm. can he be a superintendent? So, because my, my route is different, and I think why the board entrusted me with this is I, I am about the team, about mm -hmm. helping everybody succeed and listening. Um, I, I want our teachers to know that's that's it's it's that we instead of I help students succeed at the mm -hmm. bottom of my emails now, it's we help students succeed. I love that. Yeah. So. We're, I, working with the teachers listening, I want to hear your ideas. I'm, actually, more than that, I'm dependent upon your ideas and, and how we make Talmadge, our grade school district that we have, even better than it is. So I, um, again, I can't wait to spend more and more time with our teaching staff and get to know them better and hear their ideas and help them succeed. It's one of the things about this community, and one of the things I've learned doing the podcast, I'm always wowed by the number of teachers who have been here for, yeah. since student teaching, right. 20, 30 plus years. Uh, and it is really amazing from K through 12, people are here. And then the number of other staff members, whether administrative or, or just what everybody, they, they come and they wanna stay because yeah. of how incredible this place is. 
I love the team mindset. And, and one of the things I've fallen in love with over the past couple of years is just realizing how every person, no matter what it is you're doing, whether it's from the person who's cleaning the hallway or emptying the trash to the person who's leading the ship, like you, we, we are all part of that team. And our kids are better when we're all working together and understand that vision and, and that mission. So um, that, I just love hearing that. What about the kids? What do you want to say? I'm going to have a bunch of kids who are going to listen to this. <laughs> Believe it or not, they're, they're starting to get uh, excited about podcasts. And, uh, yeah. and then, of course, I assign them because I tell them, you know, if I assign enough podcasts over the next 20 years, by the time I retire, I might have 100 bucks in that savings. So, right. <laughs> but, so but what would you like to say to the, the students of Talmadge City Schools? It's very important to me um, their, the experience they have here. Yeah. It's very important to me, that, and, and, and that's an emphasis that, that we are putting into uh, really the next, um, next year is about that student experience here. Mm -hmm. So for example, I love the culture here at Talmadge High School, and I love the fact, for example, the open lunch that we've had. Mm -hmm. And I know the kids love it. I love it too. If the kids love it, it's, that, that it's, it's I want our students to love coming to school here. Yeah. And so creating an awesome student experience and getting their feedback and ideas on how to make that experience even better. Mm -hmm. So, in fact, next week we'll be doing, because uh, as you know, a big, a, a big part of, of uh, the rest of this school year is making sure we finish strong, yep. right? Finish this school year strong. and teachers, our students, everyone's done an amazing job with navigating this pandemic. So I really want to hear from our community members, our, our family, our parents, our teachers, and our students, you know, how are we doing? What should we be doing over the next couple months, few months until the end of the school year to make sure we finish this year strong? And um, I'm looking forward to hearing what they say about the pandemic, how we're doing with with uh, our um, safety protocols here in the building, how are they doing and engaged at home, or you know, at home versus in school? Mm -hmm. So it's very important to me that our parent, or our students, feel respected. And I'll tell you too, Mark, my my twelfth uh, grader, <laughs> she's she's on me about it. It's like, Dad, you got to talk to the students. They got to talk to the wow. students and hear what they have to say. They've yeah. got great ideas, and I, she's so right. She's so right. Um, I, I believe, I believe we're in the business of providing good days for our kids. Yeah. A good day, and each day, and that, that that's from the time they have to get up in the morning. We we have control over that. Mm -hmm. So, what can we do to make that experience from the time they get up in the morning to the time they get on the bus uh, or drive their car here? Their time in the building, their engagement with our teachers, with uh, with with their coaches after school, uh, every every element of that student experience, we all play a role in making sure our students are having a good day. Yeah. And and I, I don't want our students to feel uh, cared for and respected 
and when I talk about a good day, I mean, I, I, it's something I think a lot about because um, I believe that good days like money earning interest or productive habits, they compound. Uh, so you have good day after good day after good day. That's what leads to success. Mm-hmm. And we help our students have good days, and then we encourage our students to create good days for themselves. Yeah. Um, and a day, I, I mean, I, it's, it's going to sound weird, but I think about a day, it's not just the digits rolling on my watch, right? It's, it's about the sun hits the parking lot here at Talmadge High School, and then it makes a trip, right? And that sun uh, travels all the way to California, all the way across the Pacific Ocean, all the way across the Great Wall of China, all the way to the Eiffel Tower, London Bridge, Atlantic Ocean, New York City, back to us Hmm. every day. What did we do in that same time period, (laughs) right? You think about that and what you can do. And um, and that means, you know, healthy habits, getting up in the morning. For me, it means means working out, making sure I exercise, Mm -hmm. uh, making sure I call my mom, (laughs) right? All those things, making sure I reach out to my friends. Like, what do I, what do I, how do I plan that good day to make it a good day for me? Mm -hmm. And and thinking about how am I gonna make this a good day? And so we help our students have a good day, and then we also encourage them each day to think about what what can I do today to make this a good day for me mm-hmm. um, and I, I I think the more we talk about that and, and think about things in terms of you know one day at a time uh, I think the more successful we'll, we'll be as a district and I, I, I hope that becomes I, I will work to make that part of part of our culture is this one good day after another leads to amazing success and that's that's what I want our, our our school culture to really think about. You you talk about the importance of you know working out and eating the right way and then investing in others, uh, you know, and, re, and talking to your mom and and talking to your friends, uh, those those types of things that you know that those self care habits that sure. we have to have in place. Uh, as you're talking, all that resonates with me is this, that you have to become the best version of yourself in order to help people and be the best of service to, to your kids and to your staff. And it's one of the things I try to talk so much about in my class. You've got to, I, for me, it's, I call it winning the morning, winning the AM. I got to get up, you know, I've got to have my time in the Word. I got to, you know, prayer and meditation. I got to eat right. Uh, I've, got to, I've got to journal. I got to reflect. You know, I got to think about yesterday, plan for today. What do I see myself being like the rest of the rest of this day? Uh, so it makes me really excited to hear that that's a key component to the culture that you want to create. I mean, I can't. Ima- I mean, the number of lives that will be changed if we all buy in to that type of vision about school culture and community culture and district culture. It, it's it's exciting. A few years ago, I, I started a blog, and I don't I don't write as often as I would like. My goal this year is to to write once a month and, and publish something. But the title of it is "Every Day the First Day," and it came from I was driving down the road on my way to the first day of school, and I'm just watching all these kids getting right. picked up, and everyone's excited. Yep. Everyone wants to go to school, 
And, and that's what I hear you saying. That's, that's what I want every day to be like. Right. And I hear that's what you're saying. Every, you want these kids to understand if we make them get up at a really early hour, right. then we've got to make the product attractive. Absolutely. And we've got to make the environment one in which that they want, you know, they want to come to. Yeah. So I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. So speaking of the students, and, and mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, they're going to hear that and they're going to be fired up. Uh, but kids like to know a little bit more about their teachers and principals and superintendent. And they want to know things like this. What's your go-to song to get you fired up? If you're feeling a little blue and blah, what is it you crank up and just jam, just rock out to? Oh, man, I have a lot of those. <laughs> I have a lot of those. I mean, uh, the, 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 the song that jumps to mind there is uh, Tom Petty, American Girl. I there. love that song. Um, but I love, I listen to a lot of music. I love, I love music and I, I like, um, so I'll listen to everything I call hillbilly rock. I like listening to Nathaniel Radliff and the Night Sweats. I listen to uh, classic rock, Rolling Stones. Um, I've seen the Rolling Stones in concert. Um, I, I love, kind of call it pop punk, like Blink-182. Okay. Love it. Nice. Um, my wife and I go to a lot of Avid Brothers concerts. Uh, we've been to a number. Gone to two concert or uh, two Twenty One Pilots concerts with right. my daughter. Um, I've gone to Imagine Dragons with my daughter. Love them. Mm-hmm. Love great shows. I love live music. I will go to see live music by myself just to just to yeah. do it. I went to see. Let's see who did I see? I saw. I, I, ultimately, I wanted to see the Pixies. I don't know if folks kind of know them, but so, it's kind of this punk band from yep. the '90s that. Have, have a new album out. I love them. I was them. listening to it earlier. You were. So. so Pixies, and, uh, and and then I saw, I I went for the Pixies, but I, I stayed for Weezer. They were the the main act, and they were fantastic. Um, uh, I go to uh, some, some local bands. There's this cool little, um, this cool little theater down in Kenmore, the Rialto Theater. It's tiny. It's smaller than, far smaller than your room here, Mark. Uh, and you'll have live acts there sometimes really? that are fantastic. I'm not familiar with that. So I, I run every morning, most mornings on a treadmill, um, and uh, I, I put in my earphones and I let Spotify pick music for me, and it usually does it pretty darn good based on my, my favorites in the past. And uh, so I, It's probably my wife calling right now. It's about you. time during my planning okay, period gotcha. for my wife so, to go. <laughs> Honey, don't interrupt me. Yeah. I'm in a podcast. <laughs> so yeah, but if you... you have, yeah, yeah. I think if I have to pick one song that just gets me an American Girl, Tom Petty. That's awesome. <laughs> so should we expect like the the Steve Wood set list coming out here soon? We can put where, one out for you. Yeah. I don't know if anybody will listen to it, but I I uh, I, I, I love music. It fire it fires me up. That's awesome. It. So you'll have to go back and listen to if you haven't already the episode with Mark Swindell. Oh yeah. He is. He loves music. He is the same. He and Dan Ganaba, uh-huh. they will go around and they'll catch shows everywhere, oh, every cool. night. I mean, and yeah. he, his his band is Kiss. Oh man, he loves Kiss. All uh, right. So you should uh, you should talk to him about that. He's got plenty of stories. It's cool. Now the kids aren't so much interested in this because you know reading isn't everybody's favorite uh, way to finish the day or spend time. But I always like to ask. Mem- people who come in and share their their lives with us. What's what would you say would be like the most influential or at least an influential book that you've read that you might recommend to the audience? I, 
Mark, I read, I read so much. Um, I, 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 to pick a single book <laughs> is really hard to do. Yeah. I, I, I read so, so much. So I enjoy, I enjoy, uh, you know, I like, I mean, I, I think everybody should read Dostoevsky, and I, I think everybody should read some Tolstoy. I don't, wouldn't get into the really long Tolstoy stuff, <laughs> but like his short stories are yeah. remarkable. Um, I, I, cause, because you read those stories, uh, and these old, you know, the old Russian guys, we'll call mm -hmm. them, and it's amazing how, uh, even though, you know, their stories are from the late 1800s, early 1900s, they're timeless in terms of human behavior, yeah. and, uh, so I love I love reading that. I um, I read a lot of business books. I read a lot about um, coaches. It, I, I I read a lot about like I, I really admire or, or just kind of follow you know college, especially college football coaches. So example, I just read a book that compared Bear, Bear Bryant and Nick Saban. Mm. They're different styles. Oh, wow. Uh, so uh, I I like reading books about leadership um, so uh, biographies I read a lot of biographies so anything from presidential biographies I've gotten into recently there's a author named author named uh, Eric Larson who does historic fiction mm -hmm. so it kind of you know makes uh, pretty amazing stories there's a book called Dead Wake about the sinking of the Lusitania. It's a great book. It's a great that's book. A great it's book, fascinating. Yeah. Just, and that's a kind of a great way to learn history mm -hmm. uh, as well. So to say one book, you know, the one book that I think surprises people that I, I would tell you is one of my all-time favorite books is Charlotte's Web by E.B. White. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I love that book. And it's going to sound, I don't know, it was, wait, wait, Steve, you read that in middle school probably. And I might have, you know. But what I love about that book, uh, and there's, there's the deeper part of that story is when we do long car trips with the family, we'll often listen to books on tape with the family mm -hmm. in the car. And our, our go-to is there's a book on tape with uh, Charlotte's Web read by E.B. White, the okay. author. And, and he's reading it, and it's just, it's amazing to hear his voice read that story. Sure. His, his voice actually cracks, and you almost feel like he's losing it a little bit when he talks about how Charlotte dies, mm. you know, at the fair. And, um, but I, I love that book because Charlotte, you know, is a, a hero of mine, a little bit of a hero of mine, the, the spider who selflessly mm. helped Wilbur the pig, you know, yeah. and, and saved his life. And Wilbur got all the attention. Poor Charlotte was this nasty, ugly-looking spider up in the corner that nobody really gave credit for. You know, nobody, never, nobody ever asked the question like, "Oh, there's this terrific pig, right?" There's always been, "What, what an amazing pig!" Like the award-winning pig. And the reality was, what about the spider that's up spinning and putting these words in her web, right? You, you, and, but I'm okay with that. I almost yeah. feel like. At the end of the day, Charlotte is the only one that need to be happy about herself. She wasn't looking for the fanfare. Mm -hmm. She selflessly, um, and selflessly, um, you know, saved Wilbur's life wow. and died alone in the barn. That's that's a piece of it that I think is powerful, and you know, and and I and I I think about that, you know, 
frankly, for myself a little bit, is I'm okay with that too. If I make a difference in the world and I'm proud of myself and do what I want, mm-hmm. I'm going to be okay if nobody shows up at my funeral, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And uh, so that's, that's, that's weird. It's a weird book to share with you, but that, that's the one that you You just out. took Charlotte's Web to a whole new level for <laughs> whole me. A whole new level. You got to well, listen to it. The tape, I, I again, I highly recommend. You can get it from the Summit County Library, which I'm a frequent flyer there for sure. I love that library system. And uh, you can get the book on tape at, at the library. Just get it on a CD or probably download it. You yeah. know, I know there's all kinds of ways to get that stuff. <laughs> but uh, I, would, I would listen to that. It's awesome. That yeah. is. Well, now I, I, as these teachers throughout the district are hearing you share your heart about Charlotte's Web, they're like, okay, we've got a guest speaker. Well, the other thing about that book, too, and, and, and that, uh, gosh, I didn't think I'd be talking about Charlotte's Web today. <laughs> the other thing about that book, too, is, is E.B. White. My man can write a book. I mean, mm-hmm. so the way he writes that book and and I you know and, and of course he wrote strunk you know the strunk and white style manual for writers I mean every English teacher and more is gonna gonna know about strunk and white and he and his style you know a proper style for writing stories and that book I think is a powerful example of that because the mm. way he writes you could tell a good writer and a bad writer when you're reading a book if you're kind of stumbling and yeah. get the reread sections yeah. you know yeah. whereas with if you read Charlotte Webb Charlotte's Webb his writing pulls you through the pages mm. it pulls you through the pages like the, it, it, you you can read that book so fast and it's not an immensely short book but the the way he writes uh, kind of pulls you through, and it's an inspiring way of writing a simple, elegant uh, use of of grammar and vocabulary. Um, well, obviously, big fan. I so. get. I guess <laughs> you're making Sorry. me want to get the book. It's yeah. been. It's probably been since middle school, you know, uh, I since I've read you. that. But I know I have a copy of it somewhere. Dig uh, it up. I, I'm going to. <laughs> I, I am going to try yeah. to find it. That is. That's fantastic. Yeah. So. I appreciate so much uh, you spending this afternoon with me. Um, I am very thankful. I think what I want to do is I want to have a part two. Okay. I want to have a part two. I'm going to give you yeah. a couple months to uh, to just involve yourself in the role of superintendent. And I think yeah. maybe in a, in a couple months we do a, do a part two and, and get through a few more questions and kind of introduce a little bit more of who you are and, and kind of talk about what's going on we might even have to have that like state of the superintendent like every six months we'll bring you on the podcast and uh, yeah i'm happy happy to come on and and uh thrilled that you'll share this 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 good day culture i really it's important to me that that we that's a that's a conversation here and how we all work together to uh, make sure our students are having a good day every day and then we string those good days together to and they compound they compound towards success so any chance I get to talk about that, I appreciate, Mark. So I appreciate being on the podcast today. Well, I appreciate you. I, I am so excited yeah. uh, for you and this new adventure and honored that you would, would spend this time with me and with all of our listeners. And I just want to thank each and every one of you for joining us today. Do me a favor. Share this episode. Push it out in any way that you possibly can. And let's share who Mr. Steve Wood is, and this good day culture. Let's share it with everybody that we know. All right, see you on the next episode.
I hope you enjoyed our interview today. Be sure to subscribe on whatever podcasting platform you are listening on. And also feel free to follow me on Instagram at, at Mr. Horner, the teacher, or on Twitter at THS Mr. Underscore Horner for podcast updates, blog updates, and more information about our guests. If you liked what you heard, I would appreciate if you give us a review and share the episode. Help me get the message out about how incredible our community is and how awesome our teachers are. If you haven't, make sure you go back and listen to past interviews. There are a lot of amazing people that we've had the privilege of interviewing. Until next time, go Blue Devils.